Hey there. The holidays are here, so it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, the off-the-cuff exploration of everyday aha moments and life experiences. Join a cast of over 70 uniquely brilliant individuals. Each week, Mike Domish and an eclectic mix of cast members and special guests will engage in mindful and lively conversations about everything from meditation to spirituality to personal passions to successes and failures to relationships to the stuff that makes up the moments of our daily lives. Let's get started with your host, author, speaker, provocateur, and a bit of a goofball, Mike Domish. Are you a speaker or trainer who would love to take your presentations to a completely new level of excellence and impact? If so, join me where I teach year-round courses and lessons at the ahacenter.com. Well, welcome to this week's episode of our show. So excited to have a very unique individual on today, David Essel. Uh, David, I'm going to just jump right in, let everybody get to know you. Uh, For anybody listening, know that you can find out all about David at our actual show website, everydaymindfulnessshow.com. All you do is go there, find all the links to David. While you're listening, you may be thinking, hey, I'm in my car, can't do that. But when you get home, you can do that. So that'll all be available at everydaymindfulnessshow.com. Let's get right into this. David, you're a life coach. You work with people about creating their most exceptional potential. I'll let you, I know you have a more of a tagline there than that. So I'm going to let you explain to people what you do. Uh, well, Mike, as a, a counselor and a coach for an author uh, for the last 28 years, you know, the whole work that we do is lifting individuals up. You know, Wayne Dyer, a good friend of mine, the late Wayne Dyer said that David Essel's purpose is to help everyone become more alive in every area of their life, end quote. And Mike, that's really what we've been doing now. Well, actually for 37 years, 28 years as a counselor and coach, but you know, been in this business a long, long time. And the whole purpose from the beginning was how can we bring people, help people to go to that next level in life with their finances, relationships, maybe addiction recovery, career path, spiritual path. It's so overwhelmingly huge. The people and topics that we cover and, and individuals can find out more, as you mentioned earlier, by going to your site and linking on to ours. Awesome. So let's get started. What is the one biggest way you start? What's the beginning step for someone listening around saying, hey, I want to be more alive? Because I, I love that, that statement. How do you, what's the first step you take in becoming more alive in your life? Well, understand this, is that you've gotten as far as you can by yourself right now and you ain't getting any farther. That's probably the most powerful tip I could give. You know, when when we have a huge goal, Mike, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. If someone's watching it and they go, God, you know, I wanna be more mindful with my money or more mindful with my body or more mindful of my relationship or my career. If you haven't achieved a huge goal by now, by yourself, you're never going to. Okay, so let's pause there because I can hear people screaming back on, what are you saying? I'm on, uh, what if they are achieving huge goals and they want to be more alive or they're saying, I've achieved these goals over here and I'm on my way to this goal over here. So why won't I get there? 
Well, and I'll say this again. If you've had a goal, let's even say in, in one of our books, one of our number one best-selling books on positive thinking, we talk about that it takes on average 365-day commitment to break through any negative habit, whether we're talking about drinking, alcohol, weight loss, etc. If someone wants to get really serious in life, and if they have whatever it takes to hold their feet to the fire for 365 days in a row, you can pretty much accomplish anything. Ah, okay. So there we go. So that's someone listening right now could think, all right, what am I able to do for 365? What am I commit to for 365 days? Because for years, you always heard, you know, 30 days to eight <laughs> weeks changes habits. Uh, and, and you're laughing at that. So uh, wh- what says that it needs to be that 365? What shows well, that? Yeah, well, first of all, I, I've never met anyone in 38 years that's changed a major habit in 30 days or 21 days, Mike. Now there's a huge one out there that's been out there since the beginning of time that 21 days it takes to break a habit. It's nonsense. You know, if I look at my own personal life of shattering my addiction to cocaine, my addiction to alcohol, my addiction to codependency and relationships, I'm smart as hell, Mike. I have degrees in psychology. I mean, I've been doing this crap forever. I could not get out of my own way. And if I'm an extremely motivated, self-motivated person who at five foot 11 played division one basketball for two years, <laughs> I mean, I can will myself to so many things, but then there's going to be things that I'm not going to be able to do by myself. And this is crucial. I have never interviewed, if it's Wayne, Deepak, Susie Orman, and uh, Jenny McCarthy, for God's sake, who's a good friend of mine. I have never in 28 years of hosting a radio show, Mike, ever interviewed any of those superstars that ever said they overcame their greatest challenges or achieved their greatest goals by themselves. It's a fallacy. I agree. I agree. I mean, people ask all the time, uh, hey, you speak all over the world. You're busy all the time. How are you doing this? Because I have a team. Because there's an incredible support team. So for someone listening, thinking, what about, I can't afford a team, right? For somebody who, I'm sure you get that pushback. I don't have the financial ability to bring in a team. So what's the first step in creating that support system to get you where you can no longer get yourself past yourself? Well, you know, when I started in radio, my first year in radio, I did a show for free. Uh, 365 days. I went into the studio. They didn't have any money to pay me. I had great potential. They had no money to pay me. And I kept working my butt off, Mike. And I think that's what we have to do. So, you know, what I would say is let's say you want to radically change your body and you say, I can't do it by myself. Because if you look in the mirror, Mike, and you're over 25 years of age and you haven't accomplished a major goal, and there are some of your viewers and listeners that maybe are really self-motivated, but my bet is 99% of us need help with something that's big and huge. Well, I think there's a decide. I think there's a cutting factor here that's important to discuss. I think some people can hear, but I have made major goals in my life. So what we're talking about is not the ones you have made. Oh, no, not It's the ones you haven't made yet. So I can fear people getting defensive, right? I've made goals. I mean, I don't need to listen. But actually, it's the ones you haven't made we're talking about. Mike, what we say in all of my programs is this. I don't care what your strengths are. Don't work on your strengths. That's not the key to your next level of success, man. The next level of success is a look at your anchor. What's your, are you a procrastinator? Do you, are, do you struggle with food addiction, alcohol, nicotine? Do you struggle with having to be right in your relationship? Are your relationships filled with chaos and drama because you haven't learned how to be vulnerable and communicate correctly and let the other person win, okay? Now, when we look at those are the anchors that I have my clients, we accept new clients as my counseling or coaching clients every week from around the world. 
I don't ask them what they're doing well. If they want to share it, that's fine with me. They're not coming to me because they've mastered life. They're coming to me because there's something holding them back, Mike, and that is the key to success. If you look in the mirror and you can admit, which most of us don't want to do, that we really suck at something, whatever it is, getting up early enough to exercise, getting up early enough to meditate and pray. If you focus on what we call the one thing, the one thing is what you've denied, delayed, procrastinated, and avoided. That is the master key to success. It's not working on, like, you know, there's a great book that came out a number of years ago. I loved it. And it said, know your strengths, right? Okay. So your mind, you're being mindful. You're figuring out what that anchor is. What are some questions you can ask yourself to help you discover what is this anchor weighing you down that's not allowing you to provide you the mindfulness to take that next step? You know, it's a great question to ask people around you. So uh, I just ask people that question. Yeah, what have I been what have I been procrastinating on? What have I been saying I'm going to do that I haven't? Has it been losing weight, leaving my job, leaving my relationship? Has it been finally committing to a relationship? Has it been what? What have I been telling you that I was it writing the book? You know, like what is it that I've been saying to you that I've been going to do for the last couple of years and I haven't done? That's a great place to start. See, when we look at the conscious and subconscious mind, do we have a minute to get into the differentiation? Sure, absolutely. Okay, so the conscious mind is the mind of intent, and it's where we love to live, you know? It's all the crap affirmations that are absolute bogus, like I am a millionaire when we're not, I'm a size six when we're a size 18, I am, I am, I am, you know, all this stuff. Now, I love affirmations, but I know there's a bunch of bogus teachings that I used to teach, Mike. Absolutely, I am calling myself out here. So the conscious mind is the mind of intent, watching you, listening to you right now. The mind wants to change, and so it's listening. And what you said, the things that people are pushing back on, I'm going to tell you that's the key because whatever you're pushing back on, that's the subconscious rising up saying, you don't need to change. You're enough as you are. You can do anything that you believe you can do. All of that nonsense, it's not true. All right, so let's say you get the pushback, right? You get the answer. It's the book or it's the physical working out, whatever it is. What's the first step now in helping you release that anchor or it's it really sounds like what you're saying hey you've gotten to where you are by yourself which means you're going to need support you're going to need coaching of some kind so what's the next step for somebody to figure out where do i get the right coaching for me given my financial situation for overcoming this obstacle whatever it is whatever the challenge is in your life write it down right be vulnerable be open write it down number one step one is write down what you're procrastinating denying delaying all those kind of things you know, write it down. Number one. Number two, admit it to someone else. Get outside of yourself. Don't keep it safe. You know, like that's where we need accountability partners. In 1996, the most prolific, probably uh, individual in the world of personal growth that I have ever interviewed radically changed my life in one hour. His name was Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. Maharishi is the founder of Transcendental Meditation. We had this most incredible interview. And throughout the interview and a couple weeks later, The interview just shattered my belief systems because I was a guy, Mike, up until 1996 that said, whatever you believe you can achieve, your thoughts become your reality. Both of those things are nonsense. I mean, so what did he say that reversed that? Because I, uh, for I don't know how many of our listeners may know, but I am trained in TM as far as a practitioner, not as an instructor, but using TM in my life. So what did he say to you that shifted that from your thoughts are not who you are? You know, you don't become your thoughts. What shifted that for you? Oh, it was a great, you know, we were talking about the power of the mind and I had said how I had been saying all these affirmations and he said, 
take the biggest affirmation that you've been saying for the longest period of time and look in your physical world. Is it there? If it's not, you're lying to yourself. It was that simple. You right. know, it was that simple. I, I was trained in TM as well in 1988. Maharishi chose our radio show as the only media outlet in 1996, Mike, to celebrate 40 year anniversary of TM. And so, you know, I loved this guy before he came on. And then when he called me out in a loving way, you know, he did it with with humor and giggles. Oh, my God, that guy used to giggle his head off. And then a couple weeks later, one of his inner circle people who had been with him for 36 years flew down to an event that I was speaking at specifically because Maharishi sent her to ask me the question, what did you get out of Maharishi's interview? And I said, you know what? I don't, he was so esoteric and above me in so many ways. I can only remember some simple things that he was filled with joy. And she looked at me and Mike and said, you may not want to hear this, but let me just share something that's going to be really honest and helpful for you in the future. The reason all you could remember is joy is because you don't have any. And it was eye-opening. Here's David Essel, Mr. Motivation, live on the beach, new cars, blah, 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 right? And I'm saying, no, Joy, you don't even know me, girl. You weren't at the interview. You weren't with them. You don't even know me, you know? And I'm pushing back, just like what we are talking about earlier. My subconscious mind is pushing, pushing, because she was true. number of weeks later, at an event that happened, I woke up and realized that all of my affirmations of 25 years, Mike, and here's the affirmation. I can remember it like it was yesterday. I woke up every day. I am David Essel, a child of God, happy, healthy, and sober today, and every night I drank. I wasn't happy. I wasn't healthy. I wasn't sober. But the illusion of the world of positive thinking kept me in denial of the one thing that I needed to shatter in order for me to go to the next level of my life. And I could never do it alone. So I love that. I love this. So I'm, I'm also am a fan of affirmations, but, and I think you're bringing something up so important that I've made the mistake of in the past too, which is projecting forward instead of being real in the moment. So instead of saying something about I am complete and fulfilled, like maybe I have that in my affirmations, I am complete and fulfilled. Uh, instead, it should say I'm complete fulfilled with, because I'm probably not complete and fulfilled in everything. And so it'd be more honest if I was specific there or, or took the phrase out if it's not completely, absolutely true so that it rings true. So what did you do with your affirmations that made them true? Like, in other words, did you, did you say to yourself, um, was the affirmation, I'm an alcoholic and I drink? Like, was that the comment? You know what? If we aren't going to get real for all your listeners, if you're if your listeners right now are really afraid of what I'm sharing here, Mike, they should be because I was one of those people that kept millions of individuals in denial for years. The correct affirmation is I'm an alcoholic. I need help and I'm contacting X today at four. That is the most powerful affirmation. I am a food addict. And I am content. In other words, see, this is what I'm saying, man. We aren't getting anywhere past where we are with a major goal that we've been going after for a number of years. 70% of the United States of America is overweight and or obese, and you ain't changing. I'm not being negative. I'm being realistic. If you're overweight or obese and you're part of the 70%, we've got to get real. Look in the mirror. Strip your clothes. Look at your body. You can tell if you're overweight or obese by only by doing that. 
and then make a decision to admit and be vulnerable that we are overweight, we're, we're obese, we're part of the 70%, and I am going to reach out. I don't care who you start with, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, David Essel, doesn't matter to me, but you got to get outside of yourself. Hey, anything that you're doing great, like if, if an affirmation of yours is, is that I am grounded to this day at my highest level possible in meditation, which I do two times a day at 20 minutes each, powerful now there's a true affirmation if you're doing that every day right right for listeners that's the foundation of tm transcendental meditation is that twice a day typically morning mid-afternoon not the end of the night which is people mistakenly can think it's those two times during the day and that's what you're referencing so it's okay to have the honest ones but be very what i noticed was on the ones where you wanted to have change or transformation you added an action step so it was more than an affirmation. It was a co- affirmation commitment. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah, because without the commitment, you ain't going nowhere. You know, there we go back. And here's, and, and here's the problem, Mike, you know, and I'm so glad that you're open. There's more and more radio hosts around the mo- country that are finally open to hearing the truth. You know, we've been deluded and, 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 and we've been seduced into believing that the power of the mind is something more than it is. Now, if something happens out of your affirmation and you wake up tomorrow morning and you say, I am a millionaire and you win the lottery, good for you. But that's called a miracle. You know, if, right. if, 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 you, if you wake up and say, I am a non-smoker after smoking for 30 years and on that day it works, good for you. It's called a miracle. It ain't the power of the mind. And the way I can prove it is this. Well, first of all, I can prove it because 70% of Americans are overweight. Okay, so right there, I just proved well, it. Well, and here's know. a great example is I love the secret when it came out. but there were, And I even sent it to friends and everything. But then I realized, wait, there's something missing from this. And it was that you had to work once you made those dreams. And I could look back at my own life and say, hey, I got into certain situations, good ones, positive ones, because of the work I did. Not once I made the commitment, it wasn't just, oh, I feel the positive energy. It was then I worked it hard. So you have to have the vision, but then you got to work the vision. And that's what you're describing. You got to put it to work. How are you putting your daily affirmations to work? What's the action steps? Absolutely, Mike. Without it, it's just fantasy. It's illusion. It's a logical perception of reality. Oh, illogical. I didn't say a logical, <laughs> illogical perception of reality, you know? I'm just going to pause this for one second because I want to let everyone listening know about one of our amazing sponsors. This week's program is brought to you by the Can I Kiss You program, an interactive how-to skills-based program for school systems, universities, and the U.S. military throughout the world, addressing consent, bystander intervention, respecting boundaries, how to talk about what you want and don't want, and supporting survivors of sexual assault. Now, for many of the listeners out there know, this is what I do for a living. I travel the world giving the County Kishu program and many other trainings throughout the world. So yes, this is me uh, that you're bringing in to speak. If you're interested, contact our offices Ask for Rita at the Date Safe Project. Our website's datesafeproject.org, or you can call Rita at 800 329 9390. That's this week's sponsor of this episode. But I want to tell you why we, and, 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 and I got to admit with you too, you know, in 1996 through Maharishi, I changed everything about my teachings, my courses, my counseling work, my coaching work, my God. Everything I did, I changed, right? But when The Secret came out in 2006, I had a slip back for six months. Why? It's because it's so damn seductive. Who 
doesn't want to earn millions of dollars by doing nothing. As a matter of fact, Dr. Joe Vitale is an acquaintance of mine. I can't call him a friend like Wayne, but I can call Joe uh, an acquaintance. Dr. Joe was one of the stars of The Secret, and he was one of the guys that said, I was homeless, and through the power of thought, attracted millions of dollars into my life. So I had him on my XM radio show a number of years ago, Mike, and I said to him, I go, Joe, listen, you know what? Outside of The Secret, dude, I love all of your work. And he started laughing because after the six months of my off-track seduction into the teachings of the law of attraction and The Secret in 2006, I, thank God, got back on the rails quickly. But I said to him, I go, Joe, what the heck's going on with this? Like, why don't you do this for us, for me and for our audience? Share with us the magical words that you use to attract millions of dollars to get you out of homelessness. And we're all going to repeat it with you right now so we can all become millionaires, Joe. And he started laughing, Mike. And then he said, well, do you want to know the truth? I said, you know, I do. He said, they, they left out this part, David, on the secret. I was homeless and I had a positive mindset. And then I worked 12 hours a day, seven days a week for years to earn my first million dollars. So, yeah, by the time The Secret found me, I was out of home in homelessness and I was a millionaire, but I worked for it. Yeah. So I think for everyone listening right now, you can think to yourself, that affirmation you have to accomplish something, what is the action you are taking daily? Not, not you know, you can't read the same affirmation for a week of the same action that only took the first day to take then the next day the affirmation has to change, right? So like you said there, if it was for money or whatever, if day one is I'm going to contact John, well, I contacted John after day one. So that means day two, I got to contact Julie or I have to contact Tanya or I've got to go put into action what John told me to do, which means the affirmation has to be constantly changing. Yeah, Mike, well, it could even be this, like we teach a financial freedom course. And one of the things we teach in it is that every day my clients have to write down every penny they spend, what it was for, and then the third column is, was it a want or a need? Okay, so we get, because the subconscious mind is really tricky. I, I didn't finish my statement before. The role of the subconscious mind, it has one role only, and that's to keep you right where you are today. It's called the known or the comfort zone. The subconscious mind cannot differentiate between healthy or unhealthy actions. It has no idea. You set a pattern, it accepts it as reality, and the only thing it wants to do, Mike, is protect that reality. Now, if your action steps are incredibly positive with your health, well, there, there's nothing to change. The subconscious mind has accepted positive action every day, and you're great. But if the subconscious mind has not accepted positive action in regards to recording expenses, what it was and wants and needs, Every day, it will push you back and say, oh, you know what? Let's do it tomorrow. You'll do double your, your things tomorrow, you know? So the new affirmation would be, I am in, in financial struggle. I am in financial challenges. I'm going to hire X today to help me get out of it. Now, when you hire that guy today and he says to you, as we would do, every day you must record your expenses, what it was, and was it a want or need? Then the affirmation is, today. I am recording every expense that I spend, what it is, and was it a want or a need in order to shift my financial reality. Now, that affirmation can stay constant as long as you're doing the work. I love it. I love it. So for all our listeners right now, think about what's the one thing that I can own and be vulnerable and say that here is this thing that I am struggling with. And it could be personal, it could be professional, whatever it is, and I'm committed to this 
transformation starting with this action today and then the next day it's a different i love it how do you keep somebody in that rhythm right you're seven days in now to an affirmation what keeps that motivation to continuing it is a reward system is there a big picture concept here well, the very first thing, this is where I'm going to say you need an accountability partner for any major challenge. If it's a minor challenge, you know, you need to lose three pounds, whatever, <laughs> you know, like you'll figure it out if you want it. But if it's a big one or a big financial change, that's why, Mike, I mean, I have a counselor and I have a financial uh, coach. You know, I have two. So my, the counselor and I work together and actually we, we exchange fees. We, we don't, we just barter our, 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 our services. So she keeps me in line with my relationships and my spiritual path. My counselor does just like I do as her counselor. And then I pay my financial coach where I meet with her every week. Now we're going on five or six years. That's never going to change. If I want to still be accountable, there's going to be certain areas of my life that I want people to keep my feet to the fire. And I think that that's pretty normal. You know, like when Michael Jordan retired and he was called possibly the, the most uh, powerful and, and professional basketball player of all time, maybe LeBron James will take that over. We don't know yet. But and he was he was congratulated. He said, you know, and the reporter said to him, it's amazing what you've accomplished in all of these years, all of these rings, you know, by yourself. And he said, well, time out, time out. He said, do you know, for every year that I was in the NBA, I had a, a professional tr nutritionist, a strength coach, a mental toughness coach, um, a dietitian, like for every year, Mike. And that is what we believe has to happen in life. You know, like we believe you have to have accountability partners for the rest of your life unless you get to a certain level in certain areas that you go, this is fine. I, you know, I'm, right. I'm if you at, get to an area that's automated for you. Yeah. Yes. And then there's no need to have someone, you know, but like for me financially, I don't ever want to see an end to that limit. Uh, I, you know, I love what I do. I had this not even work. It's absolutely joy. And I'm guessing that you probably have a lot of that in your career as well. You know, absolutely. And so, but, but, you know, the more money that I bring in means the more people I can help means the more money I can give out. And we give out a lot every year, you know, to help others. So we don't look at it as being, you know, stingy or greedy. We look at it as the more that we have, the more we can give. So with that philosophy, I want my financial coach challenging me. You know, today I have to, I have an accountant and a financial advisor as well. And I had a meeting with them about doing a certain investment property and then turning that over to people that can't afford good housing. You know, so there's all kinds of ways to take money that you're making and turn it into good stuff. So if but, I heard that right, you have a financial advisor. Your accountant, mm -hmm. which is not uncommon for business individuals, people, uh, but you also have a financial coach separate from those two. Yeah. So yeah, so so for everybody listening, isn't just who am I already working with? It's am I getting a coach per se, the professional who does that job, right? There's yeah. a difference. Oh, and you wouldn't believe the number of attorneys and doctors I have as clients of mine. You know, they feel the same way, Mike. You know, like these, these are people that are awesome at their profession. I'm not going to tell my doctors, clients, you know, like how to operate differently. You know, they, they, they would be really in trouble. But or I'm not going to tell my attorneys how to litigate better in court. But I am going to help them with their relationships. I am going to help them maybe with some financial stuff, you know. And so I believe that the most open, honest people are looking for others to bring onto their team in order to help them shine in the areas they haven't mastered. 
Very cool. And you have some books yourself. Uh, so if you could let what name your top two, because you have several, what are oh, the yeah. two you would most recommend considering our conversation today? Specifically? Oh, well, you know, we, we have a brand new one coming out in 2018, but the number one bestseller right now that goes hand in hand with what we're talking about, it has the wildest name ever. And this was my awakening, Mike. It's called Positive Thinking Will Never Change Your Life, but this book will. The Myth of Positive Thinking, The Reality of Success. We have over a hundred stories in there of people that used to believe, like I used to teach, you know, that whatever you believe you can achieve. It, with weight loss, we have Scarlett Lewis, who lost her son Jesse to the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre, if you remember that a number of Absolutely. years ago. And, you know, I had her write in my book because her story is amazing. How Scarlett forgave the killer of her six-year-old had nothing to do with positive thinking. And we have stories like that, Mike, that'll blow people's minds. You know, individuals that tried to lose weight for 30 years through the use of the mind, you know, that never did it. And when they joined our program, they were able to do it. So it is the book that we recommend people get. Um, Jenny McCarthy highly endorsed that book. And she actually said after I was on her show the second time that David Essel is the new leader of the positive thinking movement simply because of the fact that we're taking positive thinking, Mike, which I love. I still do my affirmations, visualization. I still do my TM. I still do my prayers, my journaling every morning for one hour every day. And then after that, I'm off to the races. So we love the power of thought, but we're taking away the illogical, fantasticalness that we've been taught and saying, let's get real. So what would be, all of it, and what would be a book that, and other than ones you've written that you also recommend? What's one that you love for yourself? Well, let me, geez, let me try to think, you know, um, well, one of my favorites by Wayne Dyer is that there's a spiritual solution for every problem. Um, I, and I think that the reason why that book comes to mind is because I am so uh, in love with the world of spirituality and all of its different forms. You know, there's something I can learn from all religions, all spiritual practices, including TM. And I think that that path is really important for people that are going through challenges. You know, my, my best friend right now, uh, his son, 28 years old, had a horrific accident three days ago in Hawaii. And he's in a trauma one treatment center. He's, they had to take off part of his skull to alleviate the pressure in the brain. He might lose a leg. I mean, it's just horrendous what this boy is going through. We have over 350 prayer warriors on my Facebook page praying for this young man right now. You know, I really believe you have to take action and that's what the doctors and nurses are doing. They're doing their part. And when we're on the outside looking in and we feel helpless, you can do something. And his father texted me from Hawaii last night and you know, I had tears in my eyes reading his text because of all the trauma that his son is going through right now with all the different surgeries. But at the very end of it, he said, you know what, David, what's gonna save him? is not what the doctors can do from here on out. It's going to be prayer. And I believe that, Mike. I, I really believe that when you get to a point where all human possibilities have been exhausted, we know if something great can come out of the situation, it's probably gonna come out with prayer. And if it doesn't happen that way, we can't be mad at God or whoever your higher power is, but we do know that there's been fantastical turnarounds after the human being has done everything they can and then turn it over to something much greater than us. 
Thank you so much for sharing that powerful story and for sharing the last 30 minutes with us, David. This has been wonderful. For everyone listening, know that you can find out all about David at the everydaymindfulnessshow.com. They take out the the, just everydaymindfulnessshow.com. We can find out everything, link to David's books, his website, and be able to get a hold of David himself. Maybe you want to get coached by David. That's going to allow you to do that. David, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Mike, it was a blast. Keep doing your awesome work. Well, thank you. And for everyone listening out there, you may you make today and every day a day full of mindfulness. Three quick reminders. One, please subscribe to the Everyday Mindfulness Show on iTunes. Already subscribed? Then encourage others to join us by inviting them to subscribe to the show. Two, while on iTunes, download all the latest episodes. Three, reviews help more people find out about the show. Would you please go into iTunes and write a review? Doing so helps spread the mission of the show. Thanks. We appreciate you being a part of our vibrant, oftentimes silly, and always vulnerable community. If you have an idea, a thought, want to sponsor the show, or just want to say hi, send us an email at listen at everydaymindfulnessshow.com and check us out at everydaymindfulnessshow.com. Have a joyful, mindful week.